0: welcome to the mystic
1: access podcast where the magic is in learning
2: Hello, everybody, and welcome to the August 24th episode of the Mystic Axis podcast. I'm Chris. I'm Kim. And we are podcasting together once again, like we did in the front porch edition
1: we are and you may have noticed something special about our intro
2: yes you may have so we'll just leave it at that i'm (laughs) sure we can figure out what that (laughs)
1: that's right
2: (laughs) so there's a couple things that we're going to talk about today and the first one is a reminder of this thursday's part two class on home automation so we're going to have that that will be thursday august 26th at 8:30 p.m and you can get the information by joining the events list or if you already have it that's fine too the information will not be different from the june class or the july class for example so you can still use that same zoom information over and over and over again
1: absolutely and as chris mentioned this is part two of our discussion of the smart home and this time we're going to be focused more on the fun stuff So we're going to be talking about entertainment, for one thing, and some other cool things as well as we move through. So how do you make your smart home a more fun entertainment hub for you? How do you make that easier and get a little more convenience in your home? Well, there's a lot we can talk about there, and we most certainly will be. So lots to come in terms of that. We'll also be talking about cleaning. If you want to entertain, you probably want to clean your house first. So we'll be discussing that as well. So those are the main two topics, but other stuff might get snuck in as well for Thursday. So if you have not received the information, I'll be resending it probably Wednesday or tomorrow as of the actual date of this podcast release. So it will be sent very soon. And if you are looking for it, just make sure to check your inbox or subscribe to the events
2: list. The next thing we wanted to talk about is covid yay let's talk about more covid stuff when we came back to buffalo there was a reason that we had to go and visit a hospital for those of you that have never done that before it was kind of an interesting way to you know get in to see the person that you were going in to see
1: yeah it's a little different than it used to be that's
2: for sure So what happens, at least in this specific hospital, you had to trade your mask for one of their masks. So if you go in with a mask or if you go in without a mask, you want to pick up one of their masks and you do that right at the entry door, which was kind of an interesting concept to take your mask that you've been wearing and grab one of their sterilized masks, which I can see that kind of makes sense. You know, you put your mask in your pocket or whatever, and hopefully... COVID wouldn't find its way into the hospital.
1: Yeah. Yeah, you don't transfer anything from your clothing or from yourself over onto your mask. So they're making you change to their
2: mask. Right. And then you get into a line or three.
1: Or three. In our case, it was a long line.
2: Right. And eventually there were three lines or three people at least taking your information. And what they did is they made us hand over our IDs. I've never been ID'd in a hospital before. Which was an interesting concept. And then they gave you a little tag, a little paper tag with your name on it. And I'm not sure what else was there, but it might have said who you were going to see or what have you. And that was it. Then you went up or down or left or right or found your room or what have you. And that's kind of the same. And you were only allowed two people in the room at one time. So and that's
1: pretty standard i think i don't think that's changed very much but they're really enforcing that rule now
2: yes they are so you had to be in there with you another person and the person you were going in to see so there about three people total in that room so that was kind of an interesting concept we just wanted to share that with you guys in case you're going into a hospital and you didn't understand or see what was going on again that's where you would ask if you're not sure
1: Exactly. And they might make exceptions for you in terms of going into the room. You might be able to go in with another person. So, for instance, with Chris and I, we were allowed to go into the room with another person. So, there were actually four of us in the room instead of three. We were only there like ten minutes. Right. But, nevertheless, the exception was made for us to allow us in. Nobody said anything to us. But, you need to know that it might not happen. So, just be prepared. And... That's kind of what it was like. It was a little different than what we've experienced previously, what either of us has experienced in the past. So just things to note when you are visiting a patient at this juncture.
2: Yeah, and you know what the funniest part about the whole thing was? They had a pop machine in the waiting room, and the pot machine and sodas were like $1.80 or something. I remember they were 75 cents for a vending machine. So yeah,
1: totally right. just
2: for- goes to show that the time or the price does go up on some things.
1: Oh, man, and especially with hospitals, you know, you're going to get thirsty, so they can jack up those prices a little bit more, perhaps.
2: Mm-hmm. And they had a waiting room where, you know, you would go in and wait for your turn to go into the room you know again the two-person rule so there was a waiting room so you weren't like waiting outside or anything you were waiting on the floor of where you were supposed to be
1: yeah that was nice i mean in our case i think for the most part it was just us it was the people who were waiting to see our patient you know there weren't a lot of people in there but it's really nice to know that you kind of got a little private place to wait when you need to yep so that was our experience we have been back for Almost a week as of the podcast release, and actually a week as of the podcast release, and have been settling in nicely, just kind of figuring out my way around and learning the layout of the house and all these fun things. So, kind of getting things ready to go and prepared for the way I kind of want them to be. So, that's been good. So, it's just been a transitional time and has been very good overall.
2: Let's go back to the flights.
1: Let's go back to the flights. Let's talk about flights. (laughs) Okay.
2: So we were hanging out, going through security. We had Kim's mom and a friend go through security with us. It made it a little bit easier. And I went through the magnometer. I think that's what they're called. And Kim went through the magnometer. And the weird part about this was I went through first and then she passed me somehow. Somehow she got ahead of me. And... The person pulled her aside. And what did they do when they pulled you aside?
1: They pulled me aside. He said, you need to come sit down. I was like, okay. So he took me over to a chair and, you know, kind of took me up to where the chair was and told me to sit down. So I sat down. Then he came back and he said, I'm going to swab your hands. And he swabbed my hands. And then he essentially let me go. But I, I didn't know what was going on. They took me aside. And I was like, why am I being taken aside? This is a little scary. You know, because those agents do not have senses of humor. (laughs) They're very serious. So he took me aside, and I didn't know if he was going to question me or what. But then he came back in just a second and swapped me, which I've never had happen before.
2: And I tried to follow her, you know, because I didn't want to lose her in the airport or whatever. And he would not let me. He said, you stay there. So he wanted us to be in a greater distance of each other. And somebody came over and swabbed my hands, too. The only thing we can surmise as to why they swabbed our hands, because that's the first time my hands have ever been swabbed. I've had electronics swab, but never my hands. I think they did not like the wedding rings.
1: They're very sparkly, and they're very unique. So we're not sure what was going on there, but they didn't like something, that's for sure.
2: You know, think about it this way, too. As we've said on the podcast before, the rings have meteorites in them. So maybe it was something in the rock of the meteorite that their magnometer or their something just didn't like. Nothing went off. No sensors went off. Mm -mm. No beeps went off. But there was something that they did not like about our hands.
1: Yeah, that's for sure. So that was an interesting experience to begin our flight. Fortunately, the only other thing that happened during the flight, we had some turbulence as we were leaving Charlotte. But other than that, it was a very uneventful flight. So that was good.
2: And now that we're done flying, we can talk about something else. And that is that a lot of people have been asking us about the new Blind Shell phone. And we had not seen one. I met with the CEO of Blind Shell literally the day before I left to North Carolina. He gave me a prototype of the second generation Blind Shell Classic, not the light. Just the classic.
1: And it's called the Blonde Show Classic 2.
2: Right. So a very <laughs> unique name. Yes. The first thing that I noticed when pulling it out of the case that he gave me, he gave it to me in a little bubble wrap bag. That's mm-hmm. not how yours would come. No. But he gave it to me in a little bubble wrap bag. And again, it is a prototype. But I noticed the first thing that it was much fatter, much nicer. It looked to me to be more durable than the original blind shell classic if anybody's seen the blind shell classic i want to say that this one is much much more durable it looks like it just looks nice as far as the feel and the build quality on the original blind shell you had volume buttons then you had a cursor cross and then you had confirm and Back buttons, a number pad. You had no buttons on the side. And you also had an SOS button on the back, and you had the camera on the back as well. Now, the Blind Shell Classic 2 has volume buttons on the left. It's a big, long rocker, just like they all are on these modern cell phones these days. The top portion of the button is volume up, the bottom portion of the button is volume down. On the right side, We'll get back to that in a second. There is a button on the right side. On the front face, we've got very, very tactile buttons. So we've got three buttons, three buttons, and then your number pad going from left to right. So going from left to right, we'll start with the first three. You've got notifications button. This is really cool. This basically takes you into the status information of the phone. Going to the right, you've got your up arrow. Going to the right again, you've got the repeat button. So this will repeat something that it said to you, the menu item or what have you. So that's a repeat button. Going down to the next row, we've got confirm. Then we've got a down arrow, which is directly under the up arrow. There's no select. There's no cursor cross on this. It's literally an up and a down arrow. Then you go to the right and you've got your back button. And your back button is kind of shaped like An arrow at an angle so these buttons are pretty darn tactile the confirm button is a circle the notifications button is a circle it looks like but it's a smaller circle and the repeat button is also a smaller circle and then you've got your keyboard and there is a very very pronounced dot on five you can really feel it on the right side of the phone. That button that I was talking about earlier, that so you get back to, that is a favorite apps button. So if you want to add calendars or internet radio or something as a favorite app, you don't have to go scroll down into this menu, select this menu, select this menu. Select this menu select. You can just add it to the favorite apps button, which is really really cool. The other comments that we've had for a long time is the quality of the speaker. Now, we've got the original blind shell here, and we're recording this on a Plex Talk without stereo, but we're just recording, just made it easier. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to power up the original blind shell.
1: There's that vibration you get when you power on. There's the music a second. Call, one of nine. There we go.
2: And there's the voice. So I'm just going to scroll down real quick. This is the classic. Messages, two of nine.
3: Contacts, three of nine. More applications, four of nine. Settings, five of nine. Status information, six of nine. Manual, seven of nine. No notifications, eight of nine.
2: Turn off the phone, nine of nine. So that's what that is. Just for point reference, we're going to hit the volume button.
0: Volume six.
2: So that was volume six.
0: Volume 7.
2: Volume 8. And you can already tell that the speaker is getting a little bit... Clippy. clippy for lack of a better word. <laughs> you can hit down. Volume 7.
1: Volume 6. Volume
2: 5. So that's Volume 5.
1: And actually, hit your down arrow one more time. Nothing happens. Turn off the
2: phone. 9 of right. 9. Right. 9 of 9. You can wrap here. Call one of nine. So on the classic, you're using left and right, and you've got your cursor crossed with up and down. And on the... New one, you just use up and down to navigate through your menu. So I'm going to put the classic down, and we're going to turn on the... Classic 2. Classic 2. And I'm going to press and hold the back button, which is above the 3. You turn it on the same way that you would the blind shell classic. So I'm going to do that. There's Again, your vibration. vibration. Yep. And it takes a little bit longer for the classic to to start than the classic does. I think they say it's about 40 seconds or so. Neither one of these devices have active SIM cards in them, so we can't actually make a phone call.
1: You get new music? 9.04 AM.
2: So the first thing that happens is you are at the time, you're told the time. Now, if I wanna go up or down through this menu item, I would just scroll with the up portion or the down portion of the rocker. Well, they're actually two separate buttons. It's not really a rocker, but it kind of makes you think that it's a rocker. So I'm just going to go down.
3: Call, one of seven. Messages, two of seven. Contacts, three of seven. Applications, four of seven. Settings, five of seven. Manual, six of seven. Turn off the phone. Seven of seven so if you notice
2: between the old one and the new one there are two items that are missing one is notifications and the other one is status, status because you've got that button so from anywhere i can press the top left button on the front face
3: no notifications one of six
2: so there's no notifications
3: 905 oh a.m monday august 23rd 2021 two of s- wi-fi state Connected to Aries. Signal strength, 99%. 3 of 6. Signal strength, network error. No connection is available. 4 of 6.
2: Again, there's no SIM card in this phone right now, so we don't have active service, but that's where your active service would show up.
3: Battery state, 79 5 of 6. Bluetooth, enable, no connected devices. 6 of 6.
2: And there is Bluetooth. Now I'm going to press back.
3: Turn off the phone, seven of seven.
2: And we are back to turn off the phone.
1: Now does this wrap as well?
2: It does. So if I go down,
1: call one of seven.
3: We're back
2: to call. If I go up,
3: turn off the phone, seven of seven. There's
2: turn off the phone.
1: And remember if you don't like any of these cute sounds, you can turn them off. You still got all that same functionality to turn things on and off in settings.
2: Right. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna go down.
3: Call one of messages, contacts, applications, four of seven. Settings, five of seven.
2: And just like I did before, I'm going to press the up volume button.
3: Volume six.
2: So again, they were both at volume five.
3: Volume seven, volume eight, volume nine, volume 10, volume 10. No clipping. No clipping. Essentially whatsoever at volume 10.
2: Right. So we're gonna go down just to see.
3: Manual, six of seven. Turn off the phone, seven of seven. Call, one of seven.
2: So, I don't think you have to worry about the speaker, because the speaker sounds really, really good. Yes. So, I'm going to go back down to 5, I think it was.
3: Volume 9. Volume 8. Volume 7. Volume 6. Volume 5.
2: It sounds a little lower than it was before. Yeah, I was going to say, do 6 just to be doing
3: it. Volume 6. There we go. There
2: we go. All right. Now, let's go down.
3: Messages. 2. Contacts. Applications. 4 of 7. We're going to
2: press Confirm, and again, there's only one Confirm button, and it's above 1.
3: Internet Browser. 1 of 9.
2: So now we've got these options. Internet browser,
3: tools, 2 of 9. Communication, 3 of 9. Media, 4 of 9. Books, 5 of 9. Games, 6 of 9. Vision aids, 7 of 9. Finance, 8 of 9. App catalog, 9 of
2: 9. Ooh, app catalog it says. So There are going to be apps that are going to be created by Blindshell for use on your Blindshell. So instead of them adding things to all phones, you're going to be able to pick and choose certain apps that you may want on your phone, which is nice because let's say that they offer Uber in the future. I may not use Uber. Kim may not use Uber, but you may use Uber. So you could go download the Uber app, and you can use Uber from your Blindshell phone, which is really, really cool.
1: Absolutely. Most of the apps that you're already familiar with with the Blindshell are here or will be here, and you'll get lots of new goodies as well. We don't want to go too much into this right now because, as Chris said, this is a prototype. So we don't want to share a lot of this at this moment, but we will as time progresses here, and we're able to give you more information about what we know is coming.
2: Let's show... Whoops, we locked. Oh. So, it vibrated, which I don't believe the old one vibrated when it locks. So, let's press and hold Starkey.
3: App catalog, nine of nine. And we're
2: right where we left off. But let's go up to.
3: Finance, vision aids, games, books, media, communication. I'm going to press select. Email, one of five. Facebook Messenger, two of
1: five. Oh, looky there.
2: Looky there. For those people that like Facebook and use Facebook Messenger, you'll be able to do that.
3: Skype light, three of five. Skype? Telegram, four of five.
2: Telegram was there on the original Blind Shell Classic? Yep.
1: WhatsApp, five of five. And there's WhatsApp.
2: there's WhatsApp, exactly. So let's go back.
1: Communication, three of nine. Now hang on, before we go any further, and we will, we want to mention something important here. You may notice that Chris is exclusively using arrow keys in order to navigate here. Why is that?
2: Because on the main menu, you can't use one through nine, but in other parts of the phone you can. So if I knew that five was
3: books, five of nine. I can go
2: directly to five. If I hit eight,
3: finance, eight of nine,
2: it does that. Now, if I go back to the main menu.
3: Application, nine ten a.m. Number seven.
2: I can start typing. However, let's go back. Go back again. Let's go down into the menu call.
3: One of and let's hit
2: nine. It does not work.
3: Manual six of seven.
2: Actually, it does work. Again, this is a prototype, so things aren't working all the time. But if you noticed, when I was at that screen where it just said the time,
3: nine eleven a.m. Right
2: there, I can just start typing a number and call that number instead of going to call, then choose number, then dial in your number, it was a little bit faster to go to the option. So you can still use numbers to go to your favorite apps. Now.
1: Just not from the main menu.
2: Correct, not from this time prompt. And when I tried nine, it, it beeped. So again, we are using a prototype version.
1: Well, and there aren't nine on this menu. There are nine on the original blind show menu. But oh, duh. So try like three.
2: Let's do this. Oop. Oop. Where are we? We are somewhere. <laughs> let's see.
1: Call. There
3: we go. Okay.
2: Seven. That's what happened. I tried to hit nine for turn off the phone, and it yeah, doesn't there is work. No nine. Okay, so let's so. try seven. Turn off the phone. There you go. Ah, seven.
1: it does work. It does work. It just doesn't work from the time prompt. So if you know you want to call, you've got the time prompt. Don't forget, you can also press and hold any number if you've got a speed dial associated with it. And it'll dial it for you.
2: Right. So or I'm it'll gonna,
1: bring you up a contact list for that person anyway.
2: Yes. So I'm going to go back again.
1: a.m.
2: There's your time. Let's see what happens if I hit down. If I hit down,
1: Call
3: one of seven. I'm Here's actually back
2: to the main menu. Yep. So yes, you can hit the number of the option that you want to get to. You just want to be careful of where you are.
1: So let's go back and look at media within that applications menu because we just want to remind you of some of the cool things you can find in there
2: i think that's four
3: i think applications, so yep four of seven
2: so i'm going to press confirm
3: internet browser one of nine tools communication three media four of nine.
2: and i'm going to press confirm again
3: camera one of six
2: so you got camera
3: fm radio two of images three of internet radio four of six music player five of six youtube Six of
1: six. So currently nothing new here, but notice that things have been reorganized quite a bit in this applications menu.
2: Yes, they have. Now, what I want to show you, which is really cool, if I hit that favorite applications button. Mm
1: -hmm. Beepers, one of four.
2: Oh. What's a beeper? What's a beeper? Do you know what a beeper is?
1: I know what a beeper is. What is it? A beeper is one of those things you can attach to something and find it
2: quickly. Yes, you can. If I didn't know where my backpack was, for example, I could put a beeper into my backpack and I can press select and I can find the beeper. It's Blind Shell's answer to Apple's AirTags or some of these other little tags that you put on things and you can then know where stuff is.
3: NFC object tagging, two of four.
2: So what they've done this time, in the previous incarnation of Blind Shell Classic, you had to use the camera in order to... Object tag. So kind of read a QR code under a little object tag Now the blind shell classic 2 has an NFC reader in it and you get NFC tags and you can then tag your stuff your SD cards or file folders with important papers in them or whatever it just makes it a heck of a lot easier because you're using NFC and you just touch the phone to the tag and Either add, or it will read your stuff to you. Is it
1: easy to acquire NFC tags?
2: You get them from Blind Uh-huh. So I'm going to go down.
1: WhatsApp, three of four.
2: There's WhatsApp.
3: Add favorite application. And that's how you
2: would add a favorite application. So I'm going to press confirm.
3: Alarm, one of thirty-three. Beepers. Book reader. Calculator. Calendar. Camera. Six of. Th- color indicator. Seven of. Let's say I want
2: that. Now I want to press confirm. Color indicator has
1: been added to favorites. No. Speaking color indicator, of, of five. color indicator and things like that, let's talk a little bit about camera and the differences in this camera versus the other camera. <laughs> Big ones. Major
2: differences. <laughs> Major differences. This camera in the Blindshell Classic is a 13 megapixel camera. It's cameras like, and I'm saying like, it's cameras like you would find in modern iPhones or modern android phones and stuff like that so they're very very good cameras in the new blind shell classic the other thing is the original classic i believe only had a two megapixel almost camera.
1: positive that's correct yes
2: but if you noticed it added the color thing to my favorites yep. so i'm going to go back
1: youtube six of media
3: four of nine
2: and when i press the favorites thing it actually brought up favorites from where i was so i'm going to hit the favorites button again
3: beepers one of five
2: So now there's beepers. Let's see what we got. Go up.
3: Add favorite application. Color indicator. There it is.
1: Now how do you delete one of these if you don't want one of these anymore?
2: You go into settings. Uh Uh-huh.
3: Media. Four of nine. So
2: we can do that real quick.
3: Applications. Four of seven. Settings. Five of seven. Sounds. One of eight. Keyboard. Display. Three. Networks. Favorite applications. Five of eight. press select. Beepers. One of four. So there's beepers. NFC object tagging. WhatsApp. Three of four. I don't
2: want WhatsApp. It's my phone. So I'm going to <laughs> press confirm. Delete from favorites. One of three. There's delete from favorites. Now I'm gonna scroll down. Move up
3: in the list. I can Two move it up yeah, in the list. Yes you can. Move down in the list. Three of three. Delete from
0: favorites. And I'm gonna get rid of, of it. Three.
2: Deleted. Now Color gone. Three of three. So now there's only three items. And it doesn't look like you can add from here. That would kind of be nice.
1: It would kind of be nice. Go back into favorites real quick, though. I want to check something. Favorite applications. Five
2: of eight. Okay, so we're in settings. I'm going to hit the favorite applications button.
1: Beepers. One of four. So there's beepers. Notice there are four here.
2: Right, because that is an add. The add one is here.
1: Add favorite applications. Ah, yes. Four of four.
3: So it looks like
2: that's the only place you can add. You can add add. from. Okay. Right.
3: Date, time, and time zone. So there's date, time, and time zone. Language. Seven of eight. About phone, Eight of eight.
2: Again, this is a prototype, so things may change.
1: The other thing to note is with the voices specifically, right now, as of this prototype, and again, things may change, there aren't a lot of the change the flavor of your voice type things. You can change the voice itself, but you can't do like the theatrical, robotic things that you could do previously. Right. Those aren't there. Right. Speaking of voices, what about voice
0: assistants?
2: I don't know. I haven't had the opportunity to play with the voice assistants, but from reading the manual that you and I both read, they do have voice assistants and it would be the same as the classic. So you're not going to be able to ask it to do fancy things like things that are online or whatever. It's more or less using it to open applications and make phone calls and stuff like that and voice dictation.
1: Yeah, we've been a little busy over the last couple weeks, so we haven't had a chance to play with this thoroughly yet, but we wanted to give you a little information about what you could do and how it worked and how it differs from the previous shell.
2: One thing that I did notice, and we're going to bring this podcast to a close in a second, but I want to do this. So I'm going to unlock the phone because it just locked.
3: About phone, 8 of 8.
2: I'm going to go back to the main menu.
3: Settings, 5 of... 9:19 9,
2: a.m. And I went back too far, so we're going to down arrow. Call.
3: one of seven. And we're going to hit seven. Turn off the phone. Seven of seven.
2: We're going to press confirm.
3: Do you want to turn off the phone? One of one.
2: And I'm going to press confirm again.
3: The phone is now off. Shutting down.
2: So it tells you before it actually powers off that the phone is shutting down. The original Blind Show Classic did not do that. It said the phone is now off. And then you would say, oh, is it really off? And you got the vibration. And then you get the vibration. So it's kind of a nice little added touch that I was one of the first things that I did notice.
1: The other thing you're going to notice immediately is speed. Way faster.
2: Way faster. Way more responsive. Yes. The only thing that's not more responsive is when you're turning it on for the first time. It's going to take about 40 seconds for it to come up. That is not abnormal for any smartphones these days. They take about 40 seconds or so to come up.
1: Now, let's remind you about this new phone and carriers.
2: That's a good question or a good point. Unfortunately, AT&T is turning off their 3G networks as of February 2022. What this means is that any person that is on AT&T, whether you have a Blindshell Classic or a Blindshell Classic 2, you will need to switch to T-Mobile. AT&T will not play ball with the new device nor the old device. So, basically what it is is they have a list of IMEIs that they will allow onto their networks. For those of you that have the original Blind Shell Classic, you know it's hard to even activate these phones anymore because AT&T will not activate the Blind Shell Classic. T-Mobile will So you're going to have to switch to T-Mobile in order to use the blind shell, regardless of it's a classic or a classic 2.
1: And T-Mobile is the only one of the big networks that will work.
2: Right. So if you go to Straight Talk or Net10, for example, you need to make sure that you're using the SIM card for T-Mobile. AT&T will not work. If you can get it to work, it will die as of February 2022.
1: So, we will update you as we know more about developments with the Blind Shell Classic 2. We wanted to give you a preview of how it's going to work. Now, if you already have a Blind Shell and you're thinking, I'd like a Classic 2, we will give you more information as we know it as to how that process is going to work for you.
2: Correct. They're estimating a release date sometime in September, but as we all know, sometimes these things can get pushed back. So basically what we're saying is don't call on September 1st <laughs> and say, where's the Blind Show Classic 2? It more than likely will not be here.
1: Yeah. When we know, we will let you guys know as soon as possible. We
2: promise. Well, thank you everybody for listening to this podcast and we hope you... Have a wonderful day, and we shall see you in September. Bye. Bye.
0: The preceding podcast is a presentation of Mystic Access, where the magic is in learning. If you are blind or visually impaired and desire to discover how our comprehensive products and services may support and empower your assistive technology journey, we welcome your visit at www.mysticaccess.com have a question or wish to place an order via phone, call us at 716-543-3323. If you have something to share about this podcast episode, press 4 to reach our Mystic Access podcast comment line. Email us at info at mysticaccess.com. Connect with us on Twitter at twitter.com slash mysticaccess. And like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash mystic access empower. Would you like to spread the word about our podcasts? Your friends and colleagues may listen and subscribe at www.mysticaccesspodcast.com. If you enjoy our episodes, consider leaving us an iTunes rating and review. Your comments are greatly appreciated. Thanks for spreading the word, and thanks for being a listener. We hope you enjoyed this episode.